As I sit here at my desk, wrapped up in a warm and cosy scarf and sipping a mug of hot coffee, looking out at a grey and snowy Stockholm, my mind travels some 14,000 kilometres and a good leap up the thermometer to Cape Town in South Africa. Yes, the snowy winter wonderland of Sweden is on many a bucket list, but you always want what you cannot have. And so I find myself longing for the warmth of the sun in what the locals call the Mother City. Cape Town is dominated not only by the stunning backdrop of the monumental Table Mountain, flanked by the spectacularly named Devil's Peak and Lion's Head, but also by its weather. Two natural phenomena prevail. Cloud can swoop in low over the mountain in a matter of minutes, cloaking it in a misty mantle that rolls softly over Table Mountain's angular edges before pirouetting and rippling downwards in mesmerising waves. Myths have grown over the centuries about this, God's tablecloth, or what the ancient sand people referred to as a white animal skin thrown over the mountain by their mantis god. Others claim that the cloud is the result of a smoking competition held between the devil and a local pirate called Van Hunks. Whatever your belief, it is a sight to behold when this fog quickly appears from a cloudless blue sky. The other phenomenon is the Cape Doctor, a dry wind so blustery that it was believed to sweep all pestilence from the city when it blew. It gives another meaning to the saying, to blow the cobwebs away. As the doctor sweeps in off the water and up into the city bowl, the downtown area of Cape Town, it passes the candy floss pinks and pastel of the houses in Devartakant, and then on towards the impossibly colourful homes in the cobblestone streets of Bullcarp. The fiery South African sun only emphasises the blues, the purples, the yellows and the reds of these homes. The rest of the city has spread itself around the base of the mountain, its suburbs stretching to the north and the west with names that sound familiar to the British ear. Claremont, Kenilworth, Epping, Plumstead, Hanover Park. To the south, the landscape stretches out into the majesty of the Cape of Good Hope a finger-like peninsula that points out into the ocean and which marks the turning point for ships, from southerly to easterly in direction. The Cape is said to be the home to the legendary Flying Dutchman, a ship guided by a ghostly crew and doomed forever to sail the seas and never make port. Looking down at the jagged rocks that mark the almost southernmost tip of Africa, it's easy to see why she'd never make port here. Across these rocks scramble a variety of creatures, rock hyraxes, called dassi locally, seals, ostriches, baboons and African penguins, all of which have made their home here. A visit to a beach at Cape Point can rapidly evolve into a mini safari as a family of ostriches join the beachgoers or a seal swims up onto the sand barking for its companions. And, invariably, you are bound to encounter a troop of cheeky baboons strolling along the road or jumping onto vehicles. The African penguins that gather on the beaches of the Cape to swim, feed and raise their families add to the cacophony. They were once known as jackass penguins, a name given to them for the distinctive braying sound they make. But Cape Town is a city that delights more senses than just sight and sound. In every part of the city you can encounter a new smell or taste, from the nutmeg, curry powder and chilli of the Cape Malay dishes such as samosas and babotti, a spiced minced beef dish topped with egg and milk custard that just has to be tried, to the rich intensity of biltong, a dried cured meat, or grill gamed on the braai, the barbecue. 
freshly caught fish feature heavily on daily menus. No surprise in a city that has spread itself from Table Bay in the north down to False Bay in the south, and, where the mountains allow, out into the small bays that dot the western coast. And to satisfy the pickiest of wine connoisseurs, the city boasts one of the oldest wine-growing regions in the southern hemisphere, Constantia. Although once known for its iconic sweet white wine, Constantia now produces fine red and whites alike. A Sauvignon Blanc slips down just as nicely as a Merlot as you watch the last of the sun's rays dapple across the waters. Cheers.